0: Hi, we're JT Media, and I'm Jack, and we bring you the latest in sports news from MMA to soccer and NFL to NBA. We bring you the latest in sports news. Hi, I'm Jack, and welcome to JT Media episode 12. Unfortunately, Tommy couldn't be on today, but I did get a special guest later in the NBA section, so stay tuned for that. But today, we're going to get you started off with some NFL news, and we're going to start off with, is Kyler Murray going number one overall in the NFL Draft 2019? And I'm going to go ahead and say he's not going to go number one. People are writing high on Kyler Murray, of course. His precision precision, accuracy and the fact that he actually weighed in, at, sorry, his height uh, showed up as 5'10", not 5'8", or 5'9", is a big bonus for him. But I still don't think he's going to go number one. Yes, the Cardinals coach was pretty high on him before he signed for the cardinals now this is not who they need they don't need a quarterback they have josh rosen kyler murray is not going to go number one i do think he'll be the first quarterback to go though i think the the uh redskins will trade up to draft him but i do not think he will go number one despite what many people have been saying all right now on to antonio brown update titans redskins and the raiders are interested uh which of these three teams do i think he's going to go to I think the Raiders, uh, I thought it was the 49ers for a while ago, but they decided not to pursue him for whatever reasons, money. Or, it wasn't money, but whatever reasons. Redskins, I don't think Antonio Brown would really want to go there. And Titans, it's, th- it's possible, but he would, I'd rather, I don't think he would really want to work with them. But the Raiders have a, a ton of cap space, a ton of draft picks. I think they're going to go after Antonio Brown and try and go get him. And I think that's the best fit for Antonio Brown at the moment. Uh, now on to Johnny Manziel. He has been kicked out of the CFL, the Canadian Football League, banned from it for breaching a thing on the contract. Will he sign for the AAF or XFL? He's going to sign for the XFL. Here's why. AAF is still kind of it, serious next to the NFL. It's more of a branch off of the NFL. The XFL is its own competing thing, and it's more fun and it's it's by the WWE and it fits Manziel it has Manziel written all over it I say XFL he can wait for a year get it all straight he can become the XFL leading man Johnny Manziel is going to go to the XFL not the AAF all right so now uh, as of a couple days ago these players uh, in the NFL were listed by their teams and and they're going to be uh trade they're going to be in free agency and uh who what team should pick them up and I'm going to say it right now so olivier olivier Ver, vernon sorry uh linebacker and he he has been good uh but the giants do not want to sign him again i'm going to say he goes to the colt colts need somebody at that position and this guy fits uh it's there's just not much more to say. They they needed somebody on defense, especially in that playoff game against Kansas City. They did okay on defense at first, but then when Andrew Luck couldn't get anything going, they couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes. They're gonna need some more people on defense. This is the this is the way to go. Now, once Jordan Howard running back from Chicago, uh, turns out he's not gonna be there, and this came as a little a, a bit of a surprise for for me because he was really good in Chicago, but. I'm going to go ahead and say he's going to go to the Jets. Jets need a wide, receiver, uh, sorry, not a wide receiver, a running back, and they need somebody to help out Sam Darnold and, and give him some, some running room. They do have Isaiah Crowell, but uh, they need somebody more power back, and Jordan Howard fits that really well. I think the Jets are going to go after him. Uh, now on to Justin Houston, who was really good from Kansas City. Uh, he's going to go to the 49ers. Same reason he needs they they need defensive talent. They're gonna go after I believe uh, a wide receiver in the draft, and uh, this could really help him out defensively. Now John Ross signed by the Bengals, fastest forty time in NFL history. Who is he gonna go to? The Steelers. They are short on Antonio Brown, but you know who they do have Juju Smith-Schuster, young wide receiver. They could sign the fastest guy ever to work with Ben Rosselsberger And then uh, the next quarterback they decide to draft or if they decide to keep their backup, John Ross could be perfect, get to know the system, and it seems to really fit the Steelers. Even though it is a division rival, I do think he'll go to the Steelers. Now, Nick Foles. It has been really rumored that he is going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I said earlier. He's going to the Jaguars, no doubt in my mind. He's a free agent. If the Jaguars somehow don't get him, I don't know what they're doing has to be Nick Foles, no question. Now, Le'Veon Bell, last guy. He obviously had a lot going on. Is he going to – this is a tough one for me because it it seems like a lot of teams don't want him. I say he either just stays a free agent for half the season or he goes to the Buffalo Bills, who are reportedly getting rid of LeSean McCoy or trying to for- – not force him, but like work him out. And they could really use a running back. But Le'Veon Bell, I really don't know what, what's going to go uh, on with him. A lot of teams could uh, sign him, but he seems a, a bit of a risk at the moment. All right, that does it for the NFL section. All right, now we're on to some soccer news. El Clasico was this weekend, and it was a good game. Barcelona ended up winning 1-0, and it's it was 1-0, but it really wasn't that close of a game as it's been like that for Barcelona against Real Madrid most of this season. This game just kind of proved further that Barcelona is going to do better things than Real Madrid this season. They're still having the Ronaldo woes that they haven't been able to get over yet. Uh, Real Madrid definitely need a new striker up top. Uh, They they got uh, Vincius, a strong Brazilian uh, kid who's coming up. He looks really good, actually. I think he's going to be a bright star, but they do need someone solid. Going after Neymar wouldn't be that bad of an idea, or Mbappe, if they decide to go that route. Uh, many things, but also a new coach, I believe, it's just not working out in the Bernabeu as of now. Barcelona, on the other hand, the future looks bright. They haven't had the best of seasons yet, they're still in first, and Champions League is going very well for them. Uh, they, they, they're just looking better than everybody else in La Liga right now, and... It it just shows how much Ronaldo has an impact on one of the best teams in the world up to that point. All right, now we are on to the Champions League predictions. So, obviously, starting tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, the Champions League is back. And the first game is Real Madrid versus Ajax. Now, Real Madrid are winning 2-1 on aggregate and I'm going to go ahead and say they win 1-0 tomorrow at the Bernabeu and advance to the quarterfinals. Now, Dortmund versus Tottenham. Tottenham have looked terrible as of recent form, yet still have the 3-0 lead over Dortmund. I'm going to stick with what I originally said. 2-0, Dortmund don't go through because they lost 3-0 on aggregate. But Tottenham, ugh, if they don't get if they don't get stuff figured out right now, They're not going any further, and they're lucky they got three against Dortmund in the first game. Okay, next uh, Wednesday, it is Porto versus Roma, and Roma is up 2-1 on aggregate. I'm going to go ahead and say they went 2-0 and knock Porto out of the Champions League yet again. Now, it's PSG versus Manchester United, a good one. Real test for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and uh, I'm going to say PSG lose 1-2, but still go through on aggregate 3-2 or 3-1, right? No, yeah, 3-2, whatever I said. They're still going to go through because they won 2-0 at home, or uh, uh, actually away from home against Manchester United, and I, I just don't think it. I know they've choked some major leagues, but they're at home. They cannot choke this time. PSG have to go through against Manchester United, or else the world is broken. Okay, now it is Manchester City versus Schalke. What a game, first off, the first game. I'm afraid to say it's not going to be that this time in the Etihad. It's going to be Man City 4-0, crush Schalke, move on to the next round. Juventus versus Atletico Madrid. Juventus were shocked. 2-0 at home, even with Ronaldo, they couldn't beat Atletico. Uh, Atletico are going to Juventus this time. I'm going to say Juventus win 1-0, but go on to lose because they lost 2-0 the first time and Atletico will advance. Next game, Bayern versus Liverpool. Liverpool have not looked good of late, but they do have some time before this game, and I believe they will get stuff figured out, although it is in Bayern Munich. So I will say uh, it'll be 1-1, one to one and Liverpool will go through on the aggregate because they will have the one-away goal to the one-away goal, uh, and Liverpool will advance through, obviously. Uh, the next, my last Champions League prediction um, is Lyon versus Barcelona. The aggregate was 0 0, which came as a surprise to many. Uh, Barcelona are at home this time, and they just look too good to be stopped. 3 0, Barcelona, send Lyon home, and they advance to the next round. Okay, so next, uh, relating back to the Spurs, did they rush Harry Kane back? Yes, they did. If you look at how their form was before Harry Kane was back, they were unbelievably good. And like for example, they beat Dortmund who was at the top of the Bundesliga still are 3-0. And that is not easy to do this season. Yet they did it. Tottenham were fantastic, but Harry they they when you have Harry Kane on the bench and he's okay to go, they're going to send him in. But he just hasn't been on form. He's been good, he got a goal, but they lost to Burnley, not West Ham, as I said in my daily update or whatever. Sorry sorry about that. It's Burnley that they lost 2-1 to. And recently lost this weekend. I, I don't see, or tied this weekend. And, and it was an ugly game. I, I just can't see how they didn't rush him back. And I, I don't blame them, but I would, I would sit them out a game. I would sit them out a game and then put them in. For the rest of the season just to catch him up on uh, being healthy. And, and you don't want to risk him getting injured again because he is such a class player and helps out the team so much. But yes, they did rush him back. Will Bayern catch up to Dortmund and the Bundesliga? As of now, they are both tied on 54 points. No, they will not. Dortmund will finish the top of the Bundesliga. Hopefully. Bayern have been at the top of the Bundesliga for so long. I think we need a break. Dortmund need to finish out on top. I think above all the Champions League, their hopes are pretty much done. I that's why I, I don't think they're gonna go through. I think if they really wanted to, they could. But I think they need to focus on the league. They want to focus on the lead. And it would it would be amazing if they did. Next, Premier League title race is on. Liverpool tied against Everton. Man City won. Man City are now ahead 71 to 70 in the league with nine games to go. Who will finish out on top? I'm going to say Liverpool still. It's going to be close. They've looked bad of recent games. Oh, I don't know. I have to say this because, of course, I'm a Liverpool fan, but Man City look very good. I do think Liverpool will finish out on top, though. Man, it'll be tough. It'll come down to the last two games at least. and It'll be tough. I do think Manchester City will slip up, though. They don't have the easiest of schedules, so... Uh, We'll see though. It's gonna be a fantastic finish. Not only at the top, but in the entire table of the Premier League It's been a fantastic season All right, and that about does it for the soccer section Okay, now onto some UFC news UFC 235 was this weekend and I'm gonna uh, work you up to the main event Uh, starting off in the main card Cody Garbrandt fought Pedro Munoz and well, we all thought Cody Garbrandt was going to win this one, but he didn't. He got knocked out in the first round. And this was to Pedro Munoz, of course, and it was an all-out brawl, really. Uh, I think Cody Garbrandt hit him hard, and it kind of hurt him. And then they just went headhunting from there. And, well, Pedro Munoz landed the last shot. Well, in the next fight, uh, Tisha Torres fought Willy, uh Lee Ziong, a, a Chinese other-incoming UFC star. And she actually upset Tisha Torres to win by a decision, she's an up and coming star and will likely get more competition come later in her career. And the next fight, there was some major controversy. Robbie Lawler fought Ben Askren, which is a, it's a fantastic fight. It was a fantastic fight. Robbie Lawler was beating Ben Askren really bad early in the first round. Ben Askren rallied, got him in a bulldog choke, which is basically a headlock for those who don't know, and it it was stopped. Uh, Robbie Lawler, he he looked to go limp, but if you see his hand, he had a thumbs up. Uh, Herb Dean stepped in and stopped the fight. It was uh, it was a bad stoppage. It, it, there's really no argument there, and I think they do have to do the rematch just to see who's going to win, because Robbie Lawler looked like he was going to win that fight. Um, but y- you re- you really never know, and Ben Askren doesn't want it. He thinks he beat him. But really, the rematch is what you have to do here. Uh, I, I don't see how Ben Askren really can get a, a higher-level competition after that because clearly Robbie Lawler wasn't, wasn't out. In the next fight, it was the welterweight co-main event. Tyron Woodley went to defend his title against the up-and-coming Kamara Usman, and wow, what a shocker. Kamara Usman destroyed the uh, welterweight champion Tyron Woodley had I had it scored three ten eight rounds. It was not close. And Kamar Usman, well deserved champion. Uh rumors are he's gonna fight Colby Cummington next and Tyburn Woodley will have to wait his turn for the, to get another title shot. Uh crazy fight though, and all credit to Usman. He he really put the pressure on Woodley didn't have much of an answer for what Usman was doing, so Real, real props to Kamara Usman because time was be a tricky puzzle to figure out, and he did it. Now in the main event, John Jones defended his title in the quickest turnaround in his career. Uh, he won by decision against Anthony Smith in the fifth uh, decision, uh, of course, uh, and it, it wasn't it wasn't close. But you have to give all props to Anthony Smith because he took a really bad illegal knee, really bad. And he could have called a no contest and become the champion by disqualification. But he decided to fight on. All credit to Anthony Smith. He is going to be back. And he went through a decision with which many would say the greatest fighter of all time. I don't because of the, the, the drugs. But that is a different story. Anthony Smith, all credit to you. You're going to be back. And as for John Jones, uh, I really don't know who who's he's going to fight at this point. Okay, that's the recap for that. Now we're going to go on to this. Mirko Krokop, the legend. He had a stroke. Oh, man, that was hard to hear, but he's okay. Everything is fine, and he's, he's retired, which, which I think it's time, and he went not and went against Roy Nelson, all credit to the left leg, you go to the cemetery, right leg, you go to the hospital. Legend, Mirko Krokop, great career. Uh, future Hall of Famer, for sure. Dana White recently said, Conor McGregor versus Donald Cerrone is, quote, not close. I don't buy it. But What they've been saying on social media, it has to be sort of close. Uh, I mean, it's a fight to make. People want to see it. Uh, every I mean, everybody wants to see it. Uh, it it's gotta... It's gotta happen. Um, and... If it, if the contract negotiations, negotiations aren't close, uh, they should be, and they should be very quickly. That's the fight to make. Lastly, who should Daniel Cormier fight in his last fight? I'm going to say it is Francis Ngannou. He recently beat Cain Velasquez, and he he said... He had a really weird, like, recovery fight against Derrick Lewis, where he lost. But then he's, he's come back and knocked out one of the best heavyweights of all time, and Cain Velasquez, and Daniel Cormier wants one last fight. Looks like Brock Lesnar is not not going to happen, and he doesn't want to fight John Jones, which is completely understandable. Uh, Francis and should be the next guy in line, either that or Stipe Mi- Miocic. But it's either he doesn't seem to want to fight Stipe, though. I'm I'm going to say it's fr- it's going to be Francis Ngannou. Stipe has earned it, but he doesn't really want to face Stipe. I think Francis Ngannou versus Daniel Cormier will be the last fight of Daniel Cormier's career. And, yeah, that's the fight to make. And that about does it for our UFC section. Now on to NBA. Okay, so now we're on to the basketball sections, and I have a special guest with me today, Jackson Miller-Lyman. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Okay, so as of now, the Lakers, led by LeBron, are out of the playoffs. Do you think they can recover, or will they miss out on the playoffs this season? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, because it's pretty much just LeBron leading their whole team at the minute, and Monzo Ball's is just hurt. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to miss out. Like you said, they have a ton of injuries, and LeBron has made it clear that he doesn't like the coach of the team. I think he's going to try and get the coach fired, and uh, they're going to miss out on the playoffs and try and draft somebody good in the upcoming draft to make the playoffs next season. Okay, so James Harden had a 30-point uh, game streak, and then it is now over. Do you think he can return to his form? Oh, I'm not too sure, but I have some faith in him. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think he'll go back to the 30-point streak because he is he is a good player, but I don't think that that's hard to maintain. Plus, his team isn't. As of now, like, the be- the best in the NBA That's player, but I-, I don't think he'll go back to 30 points. Maybe not 30 points, but I feel like he's going to get up there. Yeah, and, and lead his team definitely to the playoffs. Um, the Bucks are the first team in the playoffs. Do you think they'll go far, or will they be a one-and-done team? I don't know. I don't think they're going to go as far as some of the other teams that are predicted to make the playoffs, but maybe they'll last a few rounds. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this usually happens like the the bucks are going to are going to win maybe one playoff game because they they got their, they had a really good season too but whenever you come down to it the the more experienced teams in the playoffs will probably beat them out and uh, they they're not going to have much of a shot especially to get to the final in uh, this year's NBA championship definitely not all right thanks for coming on jackson no problem That was JT Media number 12. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you next time on JT Media and on our Instagram at the handle at JT Media Podcast. Also, look out for Tuesday or Wednesday for our weekly update. We'll get to you soon. Thanks for listening.